complex type of sexual education. Well, not that the rest of them aren't, but this one's pretty tricky as well, which is a sex education that comes through the church and church-affiliated schools. I spoke with a few people about their sex education and their religious beliefs in school. Ellen and I had a long conversation over Zoom about her sex education at a Catholic private middle school and high school in Delaware. Ellen is not her real name. She grew up in a Catholic household as well, and she told me that when she first had education about getting her period and using a tampon, her teachers sent home a packet instructing the parents to have a conversation about sex with their children. I'm 21, and my pronouns are she, her. I remember vividly talking about, like, periods and how to put a tampon in. Um, But that was basically it. It was... um, teachers talking to us and they sent home a packet um, to give to our parents to be like can you talk about this with me so my mom took me outside and we talked about it and she explained it further and she was like it happens when two people love each other very much so like you wait until marriage and um, because I grew up in a Catholic household so that was a pretty big thing that it was you wait till marriage to have sex so and then after that nothing in high school I didn't have anything um uh I think I learned the most about sex in college from my friends who were way more educated than me on it and who had done it before I didn't really question authority too much it was kind of like oh like but like looking back on it when like you put it on your Instagram story I was like oh my god I never had this that's insane to me like looking back on it I'm like how could they not tell us about it and like pre-safe sex and all of that stuff when we were in high school and people were having sex so I thought like looking back it's like I can't believe that I never questioned anything about it. Questioning authority as a young person is definitely difficult and I don't think many kids feel comfortable doing that especially on a topic that they have yet to be educated on. Religion is a huge reason why sex education has historically gotten backlash from being taught in schools. Freud heavily believed that this was the reason, noting that, quote, a priest will never admit that men and animals have the same nature. Freud was right, as the Catholic clergy stated openly that these conversations were off the table in a school setting, as they critiqued the content constantly. Their argument was that, quote, knowledge is not moral power. Christ, not hygiene, saved the world. This mentality is probably why Ellen didn't have any sex education in her Catholic high school. I also spoke with Brianna about her experience. She attends the new school. She went to an all-girls Catholic high school in New Jersey where students were required to take a year-long health course studying the menstrual cycle, the stages of pregnancy, sexually transmitted infections, and birth control options for women. She described it as a year-long intensive that covered almost everything she wanted besides LGBTQ plus sex. She felt that she already knew most of the information that they were teaching her though which definitely has its own limitations. Here's Brianna talking about her experience. Okay. I feel like the New York audio, but um, so I'm Brianna. I'm a new school transfer student from like a third year junior studying um, journal- journalism and design. 
she, her pronouns, I don't know, identifies like a black woman. Um, yeah, I think they made it a way more interesting experience, especially with the STDs, because I feel like, like, yeah, you know, you can get STDs, but like, you don't know, like how, like, you can know the lasting effects and how it could really like have a lasting effect on your health, on your body, and especially, I guess, like, um, just if you have a female reproductive system, like how that could affect if you're going to have children or not in the future. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And also, I think just, again, like, because it was an all-girls school, we had, like, if you were friends with, like, the upperclassmen, you had kind of opportunities to, like, ask about their experience and kind of get more information outside of just the teacher, which was helpful. She felt like there was a huge information gap about sex between herself and her peers when she got to college. <laughs> um, I think with my high school friends, yeah, we still talk about it because it's, it was just, like, an experience. And I think just our whole high school experience was just such like a thing that it always ends up coming coming up in conversations. Um, I think in college, I talk less about like my sex ed experience, but more just like how there's like such a huge gap with like the information everyone's given, especially when you're like either like coming in as a freshman or just like, I don't know if you're quote unquote like a late bloomer and you're like starting dating and like starting all that stuff. Like it's so much people like don't know and like the internet is great. It's like it's a great resource, but also like I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to like get concrete information from just like random blogs or random like whatever website. And Ellen felt similarly. She had a lot of unanswered questions when she got to college about sex, especially about her own pleasure. My first had sex. I like. I don't even know if it really happened because it like was super weird and like and I was like oh this is like not happening but like I went and cried about it because I was like I feel so guilty because of my faith you know so like there is whole that tie into it where I was like so ashamed of the choice that I had just made because of God or whatever disappointing my parents so like there was that and I was super emotional and I like kind of feel like it was like traumatizing and I like was like horrified and another time like I got like a yeast infection and like I was like well I've never had this before like what's going on so like I didn't know how to handle that so I had to go to like my school's um wellness center and like have them like open up my vagina with the tool and like take a swab and I was like oh my god what is happening I didn't know like this happens um so that was super stressful trying to get that to go away and then like explaining to like my partner like I have a yeast infection I'm so embarrassed like but I think it's something that's totally normal and that like people shouldn't be embarrassed about because it happens so but I feel like learning like all of those little things like looking back like I wish I learned about it. It's important to mention that sex education standards vary from state to state and is not required to be medically accurate. In New Jersey, though, even though abstinence is still stressed, it must also include conversations about sexual identity and gender expression. However, still in private schools, even the option for having a curriculum at all is completely left up to the school itself. Both Ellen and Brianna's schools were private, and they each experienced opposite sides of this coin. It can be hard for me to, like, really, like, feel pleasure and everything because of, like, how I was raised and, like, like, it's, like, shamed upon to like I feel like I'm still working through that and that's something I definitely don't want my kids feeling so I would definitely want to be really open with them and pretty candid and like know that 
like no matter what you decide like I love you and I'm going to support you and um just making sure they have an open space to talk about it and ask questions and know like that it's okay to have sex if you want to just you know be safe about it be smart um and like I don't want to say encourage it because like you know sometimes there's um, consequences like if you were to get pregnant or get someone pregnant um, that can be a really stressful thing too but um, definitely making it really comfortable for them and then like with all the things that happened to me like making sure they know like if you get a yeast infection it's okay <laughs> you're not dirty like it happens just really normalizing a lot of things that people go through Ellen brings up the topic of shame and sexual pleasure here, which is crucial to talk about. Even in some of the most advanced institutions, sex education has been taught with a wagging finger by using scare tactics and manipulation, knowingly or not, to convince youth to abstain. Boys in Australia were told that they would never become leaders if they masturbated because they would kill the things that would push them to be their best selves, while girls were told that sex was for the pleasure of their male partner. Also note that there's no mention of non-binary folk at all in that situation. Such lessons sound boredom as well as fear in young minds, wrote Zimmerman. So no wonder Ellen felt shame. If you've ever felt shame in this, remember that it's completely normal and okay. Take the time to educate yourself properly on the pleasure that you want to take part in with yourself or with others. Lydia, who was 21, told me about her sex education experience within her church, where they made sex education engaging for everyone. She wrote, The most successful place was actually my church. It's a Unitarian Universalist church, which is very inclusive and was celebratory of us feeling comfortable with our bodies. They made an effort to make everyone feel very safe and comfortable and tried to make it fun. We'd play sex-related Jeopardy, etc., and even go on field trips like going to the drugstore and buying condoms together, which felt very odd being the group of 15 or so tweens that we were, but it was an effort to normalize taking measures to practice safe sex that we might otherwise feel nervous to do for the first time, and subsequently avoid. That being said, I feel like although this was great, none of my sex ed classes really went into great detail about female pleasure and things like littoral anatomy. I think a lot of adults still don't know about these things because it really isn't taught or included in a lot of sex ed books. It's like, tell me that too, but, but what would that look like? Um, it wasn't perfect just because I think that extra like LGBTQ um, side and like information would have been like so great just because like, I don't know, you need that like sexuality spectrum, like all of that stuff would have been like super great to hear about especially because like figuring that stuff out like on your own and just like navigating that is like super complicated and also pretty dangerous. Like, I don't know, people go to quite like the lengths to figure that stuff out. I was so grateful to hear that Brianna struggled with that too. Not talking about queerness at my high school continued to instill compulsive heterosexuality in myself. And I wish I felt like I had the option to like anyone other than men from a young age. Um, I mean, I think that would be my ideal um, sex ed experience, but I also would, would be more ideal of like, there's at least like a comprehensive level amongst just like, I don't know, states or like even like the US because it's like very hard, like going to spaces where like people like don't know anything about themselves like or anything about the body or like 
other people's bodies so yeah 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 that's so true yeah I think like I completely relate to that like not even like not knowing like what my options were even like outside yeah exactly yeah and I think even I don't I don't really remember too much but I mean I, I think we did like talk about consent and all of that stuff but I wish there was more of like the emotional aspect of like sex ed and like all that stuff because I, I think it was there but maybe it wasn't emphasized enough or like I really would remember it but yeah yeah all right like like relationships or like yeah, just like relationships I think like in general consent or just like like I don't like I, I don't know I guess engaging in like sexual acts like like yes people do it at a young age but it is like impactful and I wish that was like more emphasized across the board as well totally totally um I asked Ellen if she thought a more radical sex education would be possible in her catholic school That's a great question because I feel like the really traditional Catholics, like from like, this is how exactly it's supposed to be kind of like those people would not go for it because they would just be like, well, it's just abstinence until you're married. Like you don't even have to worry about it. Um, But I feel like there are people like maybe like me who are like more, like I believe in God, but I'm not super strict with a lot of things. And I still think God loves me, even though I had premarital sex, like not the end of the world. think I won't be sent to hell, but um, I feel like within the right institution, maybe, um, maybe if like a church wasn't directly tied to it, because I feel like a lot of them are. We heard from Noah Waxman in episode three about their experience with Unitarian Universalism sex education. And now we've heard about Lydia's experience in this episode. After hearing so many stories about sex ed, this feels like the most comprehensive sex education curriculum that I've ever heard about firsthand. I feel this way because of the conversations that were able to be had in the classroom about anal sex, going to buy condoms as a group so the embarrassment wouldn't be solitary, and playing games like Jeopardy about sex to make it more fun and engaging. I don't know for sure what conversations are happening inside every UU Our Whole Lives meeting, but I do know that this is the most radical and engaging sex education I've heard by a mile. And it feels like when tweens are treated like the mature and curious young adults that they are, and are engaged on these topics and feel like the conversations are happening in a safe place for them, is when the sex ed magic happens. On the next episode, you'll be able to listen to a roundtable conversation between myself and my roommates, Stacy and Ruth. Stacy was born and raised in Kenya, while Ruth is from Ethiopia, but has lived in Dubai throughout almost her whole life. We dive into learning about sex from our friends, the effects of porn on everything sex-related, and how hard it can be to talk about sex with anyone when you feel like your community is so small.